0: Hey guys, welcome to Stories from 96. It's your host, Tolo Abalade. Firstly, I want to thank everybody who continues to support me on the podcast, either through listening, retweeting, um, or even just texting me feedback to encourage me. I really do appreciate all your support. So, starting this episode is really very straightforward. Our unpaid internships are scam. It's come, to, like, in college, people tell you to take an unpaid internship you know you're working maybe 20-25 hours Some people even full-time unpaid and it's like it makes no sense to some people because it's why should i i came to college to better myself and improve myself then how would i now you know with all these student loans and with all these like responsibilities why should i then work for somebody for for free and over the course of, even when I first came to college, I thought it was quite ridiculous for me to work for free. Like, you know, man's traveled all the way from Nigeria to come and work for, you know, the U.S. government or go and work for some company for free. Like, it literally makes no sense. And I'm not in the, you know, like the engineering or the business sector where I would say I would say it's easier, but it's more likely for you to get paid, get a paid internship than an unpaid internship, over the course of time in college, I realized that, okay, this unpaid internship thing, there may actually be a reason for it and they may actually be a use. So I want to first talk about like my internships that I've taken that were unpaid and I'll give you like, you know, the pros and cons and why I do think it is worth investing in an unpaid internship. The fir- All right. So my first internship I had, I actually interned abroad for a nonprofit in Nicaragua and I took the position mainly because I had heard from people who had participated in the program and they had so many positive things to say and it seemed like it would be an amazing experience. And also, I thought the non-profit thing would be fun just to see how it would be to work in a a developing country. So, we did do a lot of useful work. I wasn't just like a tourist, even though I took a lot of pictures and like, you know, had a lot of fun, but I also got to see what it was like to be in that field and to see whether or not I could do it every single day and to see whether or not I was actually making an impact in that community. And we did a lot of stuff in regards to, we sold glasses to people for like two two dollars because prescription glasses are were like a hundred dollars but some to so like people over the age of 40 with certain conditions you can get make glasses for like literally two dollars we helped you know sell we helped entrepreneurs sell devices that would actually have like a positive impact to the community so stuff like water filters mosquito nets things that would benefit the people in the community and we and it was really an experience that opened my eyes to be like wow you know as much as i complain some days you know there are people that are actually in situations that are significantly worse than mine and also i realized that I don't really think this nonprofit life is for me because I didn't really feel like I was making a big enough of an impact as I expected to so that was my first internship and after I got back to the United States I took a class and I, I still took a class that had to do with nonprofit profit work and I still wasn't feeling it so I said okay let me switch things up And I applied for a program and, long story short, I ended up going to work for the United States Congress. Now, when I worked for, before my interview for Congress, I knew absolutely nothing about the federal government, right? I didn't know who my representatives were. I didn't know anything, right? And the, the most of what I knew was from this show called Designated Survivor. And they're just talking about how, you know, like, if you watch the show, like, you know, all branches of the government got destroyed, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, to me, I was like, this is kind of surreal that I just applied for a position in a place I knew nothing about. And that's, I think, is actually one of the good parts of the internships. You get to learn. I knew nothing about Congress. I knew nothing about the way things work, how a bill was made, how a bill is passed, the House and the Senate, so on and so forth. And I learned all of that in a three-month time. So Congress, for me, was like an eye-opener into, oh my gosh, I actually like this stuff. I like this policy-making. I like the fact, I like, you know, watching the news and seeing that what happens in the news, that actually comes to me in the workplace. And I started working for Congress while, when Donald Trump first became president, and I was there during the Muslim ban, like literally when the health, when the repeal of Obamacare was brought up in the House, like, they literally, my, my office sent me to go, like, pick up the documents that had to do with healthcare because nobody else was available. So, I got to do a lot of fun stuff. And that really, and when I finished the internship, I realized that, okay, I like what I'm doing. Let me do more. I like what I'm doing. Let me do more. And I applied for an internship at the Maryland General Assembly. Now, my internship at the Maryland General Assembly has been the best internship I have had out of all three like, I got to, one, I got to work on a lot of public policy issues that I was interesting. Two, I worked for a committee, so I wasn't only working for one person. I was working with about 24, 27 delegates. And also, I built so many amazing relationships with, the, with my supervisor, who I even just met last week, and my former boss. So, those are the three internships that I had are the three internships that I, I had. And I don't think, and when I was applying for my current job, which I am a fiscal and policy analyst, as you can see God's plan, have gone from the federal government to the state government to the local government. Now that I am a fiscal and policy analyst, I do see where each and every internship, each and every internship has led me down the, to this path. Like my supervisor wrote my recommendation for my current job. One of the main reasons they gave me this job is the fact that they noticed I already had a similar experience doing what they wanted me to do in the office. So now that I've just like given you a quick snapshot of what I did during my time in my internships, I'm going to go down into what are the actual benefits of taking an unpaid internship. So the first thing is, is increasing your values as building your skills. As an econ major, I can go into like the human capital model and the signaling model. But the long and short of it is just when you do take these internship positions, you do add value to yourself. And even though that value cannot be monetized at this particular point in time, the value can be monetized later. I, in myself, I don't make, I make more than the general, the average econ major out of graduation would make. And I partially believe that is because I already had certain skills that put me enable me to demand more from my employers and part of those skills or majority of those skills did come from my internships the second thing is making you stand out when applying when applying for jobs at the end of the day lots of people have gone to college and i'm not trying to like you know be rude to people who have extremely high gpas an extremely high gpa doesn't guarantee you success while i was applying for internships at the Maryland General Assembly, the first person to actually get a call back was somebody who had like one of the lowest GPAs in class and it was like a 3.3. 3. And there were mans there with, with a 4.0. There are mans there, with, I'm talking about juniors and seniors with like a 4.0, and mans were waiting until like, you know, November or December to actually get a call back. So there is more to you than your GPA. Not saying, you know, forget your GPA, but there is more to you than that. You have to ask yourself, what separates me from everybody else? What would an employer see either on my resume or when they meet me that would make them say, wow, I want this guy. And sometimes where you work could be that thing. Like I have the United States Congress seal. You know, I have it on my LinkedIn. I have, I have a portfolio that I carry around. When people see United States Congress, you know, man's got to be like, yeah, this guy knows what he's doing. It goes down to the same thing. Even if you work in the private sector, if you work for like Goldman Sachs, you work for JP Morgan, those are names that people can recognize around the world and be like, wow, you know, this guy, this guy must be something to have been able to work there. And that's something that is really key. Another thing is also having experiences that you can back on that are in the real world and not just in the classroom. You know, people always ask you, tell me your strengths, tell me your weakness, tell me about a time when you had to, you know, organize stuff, all these like funny interview questions. And every time I did get those questions, I did have a preset answer. So I always had a, oh, tell me a time that something was difficult and you had to maneuver it. Oh, when I was in Congress, blah, 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 blah. Oh, when I was working at the Maryland General Assembly, I had to do some research and compare some values between compare some value so therefore i blah 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 blah. like literally you just have to have something that makes you stand out and having a good internship can make you stand out another thing is the ability to network with your co-workers and build relationships with your supervisor like this world honestly so it's, it's you kind know, unfortunate but you do need connections like you need people you can talk to not only just for you know the professional lifestyle but just to have other people who can build with you for example my former supervisor i've gotten dinner with her twice and you know i actually even brought my parents to visit her and things like that like having that kind of good relationship is something that could be enormous for you moving forward because they've been where you are they've been through your struggles and they can definitely help you if you have a really good um, relationship with him or her second of all even your i had a fellow intern while i was at the maryland general assembly and I even built a good relationship with him as well and i feel he's somebody that is smart he's somebody that actually knows what he wants and has a set plan for where he's going and those are the kind of people you do want in your life high achievers should have high achievers as friends like you should not have people who don't have vision Damn. going back to what i mentioned about the second is another thing is the ability to find out if you actually want to do this for the rest of your life like i'm working nine to five actually. i work nine to five i work full time now but if i did not like my job i would be unhappy Because I kid you not, it is tiring. You have to be around people every... It's tiring. You have to be there, like, majority of the days during the week. You know, like, you can call off work and be like, nah, I'm not coming through, like, in class, and you can skip a class. Nah, you can't do that. So you have to realize, okay, let me try this internship stuff out to see if I can do this for a couple... If I actually like doing this, because some things sound amazing on paper and when it's actually time to do it, nah, B, it's it's not really it's not really about that. And that's what I felt about my internship in Nicaragua. Even though I did enjoy it, even though it was lots of fun, even though I did make positive impacts in communities, I just felt like this wasn't it for me. This wasn't what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I wanted to use my analytical skills. I wanted to do more research. And that's what I'm doing now in my job. Also, you know, an unpaid internship can lead to a full-time job. People be telling you that stuff, but I've seen it firsthand. So while I was at Congress, there was this kid—not really a kid; but he was like my age or a year older. Like he was working for Congress full-time, unpaid. I kid you not—like full-time, unpaid like after a couple of months he's now like a staffer like i literally saw him taking uh, pictures and he's going to the state of the union like this this kid was grinding like he put his back to it and said you know i'm going to make something of myself i'm not going to work on paid now i'm not going to work on paid forever and he got his full-time job and it's probably is his dream job like at the end of the day this there are many ways to succeed when it comes to these things in life but I believe it, you know suffer now and enjoy later. Like, bro, I kid you not, during the majority of my internships, I was broke. Like, literally, I was broke. Like, they were giving me stipend. The reason I even took some of my internships, like, they gave me a stipend to, like, go on the metro or, like, you know, a stipend for gas from the Maryland General Assembly. And since I was taking a bus, I didn't have to use it. Literally, like, the amount I make in two weeks, I've made it two weeks working for my job is more than I've ever made from an internship ever. But yes I can't complain because I do see the benefits of what I have done. Yeah so now coming down to how to manage working an unpaid internship it's like there are a couple of ways for you to do this. I I personally wouldn't recommend working full time. I never worked full time unpaid. Like, Mars can't really do that. I can't really live that kind of lifestyle. But if you do have the opportunity to, like, if you do have, oh, oh, hey, you know, my house isn't that far away and my parents are going to help me out with gas, then sure. Another thing is what I did while I was interning was my first internship was during the summer. My first internship was during the summer, and it was a study abroad, so I wouldn't really use that for the basis. But my other two internships were during the semester. So I interned in two back-to-back spring semesters. And the beauty of that was I was still working my jobs on campus. So I I interned two and a half days at Congress, and I interned three days a week at the Maryland General Assembly. And I mixed in my classes in between. And I kid you not, it wasn't easy, but it was the only way I could do that. During the summers and winters, I know people loved, that's the best time to make, you know, work full time and make a lot of money. But during your semesters, if you can balance it out, I I really do recommend it. Because one, you can't get credits. I know instead of getting money, you get academic credit, but you might as well. I probably got like, what, probably 10 to 12 credits of all the internships I did and I almost finished a semester early so I kid you not it's actually worthwhile and I want to remind you that despite the fact that you are working on unpaid it's only for a season I think being a bible believing Christian and also realizing that all these things that you go through in life it's not going to be permanent the fact that you are broke at this point in time is not going to be permanent but you are working towards a goal, and you need to remind yourself that there is a goal at hand. The goal at hand for me to get those internships was to get experience, so that I would have this experience to get the job. And I got the goal. At this point in time, I can't really complain now because I have gotten through the storm, I have gotten through the hardships. But if this is your time to step into your hardship, if this is your time to go into this uncertain period, then I do tell you this: one, persevere; two, work hard; and three, trust your God. I'm about the trust your God and like the empty. The empty Bible verses or the genuine or the like the non-genuine messages, but I'm talking about actually put your faith in God and trust in His word. I always quote Jeremiah twenty nine verse eleven, for I know the thoughts I have of you, thoughts of good and not of evil to bring you to an expected end. And you can only look at the connected dots in life looking backwards, never forward. So I want to remind you that if you do have this opportunity, if you do think it's possible, grind. Take a take a chance. Don't like don't look back and be one of those people but i've met a lot of people like that in college who were like i wish i did this i wish i did that blah 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 no this is your time now and i do encourage you to do this and if you do feel like okay i want to do this i need but i just need strength i need encouragement i'm here to just like give you a quick prayer just to say that it's i've been able to do this i've seen this work in my life i've seen this prosper i've seen it prosper in a lot of other people's life and tapping into that i know we If you actually do want to partake in an internship or even go through a new season, that I do want to say it is possible and you can succeed. So Heavenly Father, I do come before you today to thank you, to thank you for everybody who continues to listen to this podcast. And Lord, I come before you today to ask that you just be able to grant people peace. Grant them peace to be able to come, go about their life and grant them strength. Philippians 4 verse 13 says, I can do all things to Christ who strengthens me. Grant them the strength to be able to go through their daily life. If they have an unpaid internship, grant them the strength to be able to go it. Grant them the strength to be able to balance their finances. Even if they're paid and just going through the motions of life and things are difficult and there is uncertainty. Learn to teach them not to look unto themselves or look unto their power but to look unto you lord the author and finisher and their faith and i ask that you allow many other testimonies that to continue to brew like i said this life is hard it's difficult it's challenging but so many people in the past have been able to succeed through you and if you're the same god of yesterday today and forevermore then i say lord i ask that for anybody listens to this podcast lord that you grant them the grace to be able to excel and succeed in their career in their field in whatever they would like to do in jesus name amen